What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Anime Boys podcast. I'm here with my boy Jay, and we're bringing back the movie reviews. What's going on, Jay? Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Same old, same old. How about yourself, dude? I'm. <laughs> it's actually funny because before this pod, we started doing this podcast, I was like at the brink of almost falling asleep. Like I am exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> and he called me just to play Cotton Eye Joe on full blast. <laughs> Hey, you said you needed some help waking up, so I was like, you know what? I'll do it, man. I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> Dude, like, literally, I was like, I was going to text him, too. I was going to be like, hey, just try to call me, like, if I, if I fall asleep, if I don't reply, just, just so I wake up. And then I forgot to do that, but either way, Kai and I just started just, playing. So. We're on the same wavelength, dude. You don't even have to tell me. I already know. I just did I not expect. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe is just what you need, dude, like. At, a, at any given point, man, I got you. Don't worry about it. I just did not expect it. I was just like half asleep, like, what's happening? Connie Joe's playing. <laughs> and then I just like, I had to mute myself because I was actually dying. And then he's like, hello? Dude, but that fucked me up because when you mute it, I was like, oh, man, is my mic not working? Like, can you hear me at all? Like, oh, man, come on. <laughs> so I was like, hello? I stopped it and I was like, you there? And you were just like crying. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, guys, you did hear us correctly. We are bringing back movie reviews. Me and Jay are going to do a movie review today. And it's not the traditional me and Mitchell. Um, Mitchell, Reed, Rose have been really busy lately. So they're currently, Mitchell is moving, Reed is moving. So it's all over the place. I think we mentioned it on the last podcast. But me and Jay decided to pull out two movie reviews for you guys. But it's going to be two different episodes. So for this episode today... And before we get to that movie, it's going to be called... Before we get to that movie, I just want to talk about how are you doing today, Jay? Like, what have you been up to? Anything new? Uh, I mean, not really, man. I had a computer go out on me this morning, so I'm going to have to start pulling parts and dealing with that. And it was right when I finished uh, putting a server together. So I'm like, cool, I have another workhorse, but I mean, the main... One of the main systems I use for, like, other stuff, like, it basically bricked itself, so I'm just like, fuck, and I have to deal with that. And then my Wi-Fi and my internet in general has been taking a massive shit today, so dealing with that and, like, at work, uh, it's just been, uh, like, a rat race, dude. It's been insane. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. How about you, man? Dude, that's that's crazy. I did remember you telling me that this morning. You're like, I got mad and I just threw my keyboard, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I oh, can only dude, have... yeah that was that was when i was like putting together the server and i kept running into like a really specific issue and i i'm really upset to say that i lost my cool like i never i mean i could play smash i could play rust and i'm just like i don't really rage like that's not really like my thing but when it's like an unexplained it issue and i know i'm doing everything right dude that like gets me so i i hooked my keyboard and it was my cheaper one because I have one that I just built, uh, but I have a, a cheaper one that I threw, and I like found all the pieces and put it back together. All the keys and switches like popped off. I put that all back together, and it just like blew it into next yeah, yeah, yeah. year, dude. It's like <laughs> not not really typing right, so I'm gonna probably give the old fu to Bezos and order one and then return it. Maybe or not. <laughs> not admitting anything, but if I were to do that. That'd be a That's pretty smart way do. of doing it. <laughs> That's maybe what I'd do. But yeah, so overall, really upset with myself. And I had to like 
I took a break, dude. Like, that was on Saturday, and I just, like, didn't even come in the computer room, like, on Sunday or, like, you're the like, rest of Saturday like, I either. Can't, I can't. Yeah. Like, did you did you go in there to, like, feed? Do you feed the snakes? Like, did you feed the snakes first, or were you just like, I can't? Nah, like, they... <laughs> nah, they didn't eat. They didn't eat this weekend. Uh, they're gonna eat next weekend because everybody is like shedding and stuff. Yeah. So I got like one more snake that needs to shed, and then probably, uh, like on Saturday I'll go and like clean their cages, and then go pick up like rats and stuff and do that. So thankfully I didn't have to come back in here because I was just pissed. I literally went out <laughs> and, and got in a hammock on the patio and I read a book. Like, like a real life but i didn't know anime no manga i just read a book like you're just like i need to calm down for a bit like yeah this is too much but yeah dude with that's i don't know r.i.p keyboard that's insane <laughs> guys if you guys see hear this just you know kind of like make fun of jay for throwing his keyboard but like, pretty much dude. <laughs> but um anyways like with me I don't know. I'm starting school. So I'm starting my cybersecurity program for my bachelor's this week. It's like the week that I'm starting it. Um, It's all on your own pace. So it's not really that much of a big deal. But I like to just throw it out there that I am getting my degree in cybersecurity. Me and Jay are tech guys. So we kind of like just enjoyed this kind of stuff. I know it's kind of like out of the blue, but we enjoy this kind of stuff. (laughs) Nobody knew. Um, But other than that, I've also been... Keeping up with a lot of my photography. I just finished the edit for pictures yesterday on Sunday. And I have, like, three shoots. This I have two. I think it's two shoots with three days that we're doing for. One of them is going to be Saturday. One of them is Friday, Saturday. And one of them is on Thursday. And I have to go to Austin for that. So I'm all over the place this week. And I have a birthday party for a friend this Saturday, too. Which I am exhausted. I'm already thinking about it. But... <laughs> It's my last week at work because I already put my two weeks in. So Ooh, if we yeah, had the man. soundboard, I would have, like, you know, hit the Nani, like, 40 times. But... <laughs> yeah, Nani. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, I'm definitely super excited about that, at least, starting a new job on the 16th. But that's just all boring stuff that we don't really have to worry about other than if you guys want to see my photography, page is coming soon. I'll keep everybody in check with that. Um, but, yeah, like, that's pretty much what we've been up to. Um, not nothing too new from last time we had a podcast but i'm gonna let jay introduce this week's movie review yeah man so first of all uh, if i didn't say so explicitly congrats on the new job congrats on quitting that's super exciting Hell and yeah, then dude. congrats congrats on school man i know uh you know you were looking at that for a while so i'm excited to see like what the the course curriculum will be and then hopefully if you start like doing more like cybersecurity ranges and stuff uh, we'll team up and we'll start taking down some stuff, man. So yeah, it sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. That'd be fun, dude. <laughs> but perfect. Getting into uh, the movie review and what you're all waiting for. We decided to take a look at Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. So it's a rom-com slash slice of life anime that came out uh, not too long ago. So I'm checking the dates. It looks like it came out uh, at the time of recording maybe like a week ago. And it yeah, did... Yeah, it came out directly to Netflix, so I'm I'm pretty impressed with Netflix at the moment. I know you've had some feelings about Netflix and anime Netflix, before. Netflix, dude, Netflix. <laughs> Everybody knows that I do not like Netflix when they put up animation, anime. I have a strong feeling against it. Only some anime are really good that I like, but 
you know, you know me. Like when, when it comes to, when it comes to Netflix, I'm just like mm-hmm. I'm not watching that anime. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like even drilling down a little bit further, like looking at the director. It looks like uh, the director of Words of Bulb, like Soda Pop, he did uh, part of Psycho Pass. He did Your Lie in April. So this is like a really you know, accredited individual, in my opinion, and to come out with something that's, like, so cute and bubbly and, like, off the wall at the same time, like, to me, it just really speaks pretty highly of that director, so shouts out to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and pronounce it, Kyohei Ishiguro, um, which wasn't even that bad to pronounce, so shouts out to him and his amazing team that took care of this anime. Yeah, shout out to him, dude. You're lying in April? is one of the anime that fucking destroyed me like straight (laughs) up like never seen a grown-ass man cry just just watch your lie in april (laughs) and you'll start crying i swear if you don't change your life (laughs) like straight up straight up (laughs) if you don't cry to that fuck you like i'm fighting you (laughs) go find my even like looking into psychopaths like psychopaths was like stark different compared to, like, Your Lie in April and, and Words Bubble Up, like, Soda Pop, it's, I don't know, man, it, I'm just, like, really impressed that he's able to switch, like, back and forth uh, fairly pre- easily, at least, on the, I, on the surface I think, here. I think, like, in a director perspective, I do, like, I do appreciate that, because it's not like, it's not like Michael Bay, you know, you get freaking every, every movie has just, like, 40,000 explosions, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like that, so, like, this guy is, like, he's doing... Your line April psychopath and going into like other things <laughs> and then going back to that slice of life and it's just it was I was I was not okay like I was not expecting it to be this good and you, you guys will probably already know from our tone of voice we really like this movie but I didn't think it was gonna be this good for a Netflix release um I just didn't think I I, I just thought it was gonna be something bad but or like something just not good. But I know that and tic- it blew up on TikTok, and TikTok was posting about everything about it. Um, I don't know where you got. Where did you hear from the movie? Because you heard, I heard about it, but you heard about it too. Uh, honestly, I don't think I heard about it from TikTok. I think I was just looking for um, either like on your anime list or my anime list, and just looking for like something new to pick up. Yeah. And I saw that it had just released, and I was like, we should check this out. Like the art style. I was saying about this, like, talking about this earlier, the art style reminds me of, like, uh, season one Jujutsu Kaisen closing. So when they're all, like, dancing in hip-hop and it's, like, a really loosely drawn art style, uh, I think it's really expressive as to, like, what this anime has to offer and, like, what it stands for even. So I I really like the loose artistry here. I like that in certain, like, action sequence... Um, you know, a lot of the frames are really exaggerated, like the caricatures and the drawings of like each individual frame. It's like really exaggerated. And if you even sit and like just hit pause, like and go like two seconds and hit pause, like during some of the action sequence, like you're gonna hit and um, you're gonna hit like phenomenal frames. You're gonna see like really weird shapes that these people make. And when you watch it all comprehensively. Like, it, it just adds up to what is a, an amazing show, in my opinion. Yeah, I really like the art style. Like, like I said, it's, like, really, like, it really stands out from, you know, your traditional manga. It's more, like, what were you saying? Like, it's more, like, free, like, like loose, or what were you saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, the way it's drawn, it's just, like, 
it's like like that ending of Jujutsu Kaisen. It's just crazy. Like this one is it's exaggerated, but then there are times where like we first when you start watching it. So in my perspective, when I started watching it, I was seeing it. And I was like, oh man, these it's kind of crazy. But then give it like a few minutes, and then your eyes start kind of like catching on to everything, and you're realizing like, hey, like this draw art style is like way different. But there's mm. some really detailed like parts, like really specific details. Um, and they don't miss it. It's just drawn differently, and they really over exaggerate it with um, a lot of color. Like the colors that they use are super bright. Like they really make it pop. It's kind of funny because you know soda <laughs> pop, but like I mean, <laughs> uh, it it was I don't know. Like the colors were really really bright, and they really made the animation pop. I don't know if you get that same feeling from that. Yeah, I think it was it was easy to like watch it. Even from like afar, like this is definitely something that I would recommend sitting and watching and that be your sole focus. But even like having it on in the background, like there's key, not see, not instances, but there's like key scenes that like show up. And even if you watch it one time, you sit and watch it and then you put it on in the background there, like every scene seems to be so memorable. Like everything stands out. Everything's very distinct. So I think they do a good job at like drawing importance to like certain aspects. And then when you look further back into the shot, like further back into the frame, you see subtle nuances that will definitely reward like rewatching this movie in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. It was it was really good animation wise. It was really good like drawing. I think the color was amazing. <laughs> um but I wanna talk about so I wanna kinda of break down the movie now. Uh, for yeah. everybody that's listening, we are going to talk about some spoilers in the movie. Um, just so we could get it started, Jay, you kind of just want to start off like saying what what the movie's about, what yeah. What yeah, we're yeah. So here. let again spoilers ahead. So pause here, go watch it, come back, and then tell us what you think. Uh, but to introduce the characters, we have Cherry and we have Smile. So Cherry is the main character. He is a boy who is. Um, slightly on the autism spectrum, so he actually does have an auditory disorder. And even kind of stepping away from, like, describing him as a character, like, they do they do really well, like, showcasing this. And there's, like, whenever he's feeling emotionally vulnerable and emotionally, like, on the rise and there's a lot happening, all the sounds of the world start to be, like, louder. And you can hear, like, the birds more. You can hear traffic more. You can hear the lights, like, on the street click on. And, like, something to him is, like, a little bit too much. And then when he puts his headphones on, it immediately dies out. So I feel like they describe this and they portray that character characteristic, like, in a very good way. And then his counterpart is Smile. So she is an online influencer, much like a TikToker or a live streamer. Um, who is who was uh, known for her smile, but uh, the kind of sidestep to that is she likes to wear a mask because she has braces. She's very shy about her buck teeth. So him and Cherry, basically Cherry overcoming, uh, or rather being able to come to terms with like his auditory disorder and figuring out how to express himself through haikus is paralleled directly by Smile, who is becoming more comfortable with how she is and how she looks and wearing her mask subsequently less and showcasing who she is as a person, even uh, in her online persona as well. So those are the, the two main characters. Yeah, and... Okay, so straight like right off the bat, like I really loved the both of these characters, the way that they were presented. Uh, they were introduced... 
fairly like the pacing of how they were introduced and how you got to know them i think was really really good how it was brought out in the uh in the movie but i really like seeing when because at the beginning like you kind of start off and you're just like you're seeing how um cherry is and it's kind of it's kind of great to see that character development in him because he's literally like alone um the whole movie like it's just him by himself he's just like i'm living in my own world um and he has his haikus to express himself um in the movie which i thought was really cool that it was always like in like every scene in the movie like there was like haikus everywhere um <laughs> so one one thing i want to ask because you said you watched this in japanese right yeah and so and shockingly enough if you know me you know i like to watch it in in japanese as well I was, you know, working on a couple of things. So I was actually watching this in English. I was right. still paying attention to it. I had it on like my, my right side monitor was still going back and forth from my right to my left and getting a few things done. The haikus themselves, right? So I, I had it in English. I had the subtitles from the translation. So what they would say in English was different from what was written in the subtitles. What I noticed about the haikus is that they actually rewrote them. And so I would listen to it in English and I would count the syllables. So it's five, seven, five, and it would yeah. match up. But when I would read what it's actually saying, um, of course, translation from Japanese to English, like it doesn't match up. So I would actually pause it and replay the haikus in Japanese and the original trans, not the original translation, but the original uh, Japanese audio would still meet that five, seven, five. So I think I, they did it really well in the translation. Like to me, that's, that's a really big deal that, you know, the whole point of a haiku is five, seven, five, like five syllables, seven syllables, and then five to end it. Yeah. They were able to rethink those haikus into English and make them fit, but still hit the same, um, like vision that they wanted to capture in Japanese. I can't speak for any other, um, like any other language that this is out on. But at least from Japanese to English, like the haikus match up, and that was a nice touch for me. Yeah, and that's that's awesome because I really liked how the haikus were like in Japanese. Like, I got to read them, but uh, of course with like the subtitles and everything. But I was I was really enjoying how he was expressing himself with the haikus. Uh, but he had that friend that would paint haikus. That was kind of how like they incorporated that into the movie that he had a friend that would go spray paint his haikus all over the town. So you would kind of see like a shot of a haiku and it was like um, the spray paint, like a spray painted like haiku. And it was like kind of like saying like, oh, this friend did it. But, um, you know, it's mostly the more like they did it for the movie. But I think that was cool that they incorporated that part just so it looks like it was, you know, the world was alive. It wasn't just like just dead or just like added there. Um, but he he was always alone he did he did the haikus and he always posted to a fake twitter like they didn't call it twitter but it was basically twitter and he just didn't have followers and i was actually pretty sir i was pretty it was pretty sad because it was just like watching him trying to express himself i think that was like kind of like the hardest things for me to watch was him trying to express himself but nobody was listening um and so of course he meant like smile mm -hmm. and i think the way that they translated her listening well because they actually just met by accident she like bumped into him and then she he saw her buck teeth and then she got embarrassed grabs the wrong phone because they both dropped their phones 
and then runs away. Um, and that's basically how they get introduced to each other at the mall. <laughs> so because the... Can, can we talk about like how awkward it was to see like the friend groups interact? So she, she from that, like she goes home and she's like complaining to her sisters, like I lost my phone, I'm gonna die, like oh my god, I lost my phone. And the other sisters like just use basically find my iPhone. She's like just yeah. trace it, like let's just find it. So she, they trace it. They're like oh it's still at the mall which is where Cherry works. So, like, it's still at the mall, and that's where I was when I lost it, and this is what happened. So why don't we call it? And then the parallel is uh, Cherry, Beaver, and Japan are both, are all on the top of the mall. They're talking. They're like, oh, my God, like, this is a phone. This isn't my phone. I was going to write a haiku and, <laughs> and use my phone to do it. It's not that. And then right when they're like, well, maybe call your number, like, do it. And then immediately the phone starts ringing, so all of them start freaking out, and then it cuts to, like, <laughs> Smile and her sisters, and they're all freaking out. And then Beaver answers the phone, puts it on speaker. So Cherry is just like, oh, my God, I don't like talking. Like, don't do not do this. Like, what are you doing? And then uh, well, I don't think they put J- it on FaceTime first? <laughs> yeah, and then Japan reaches over, oh, and yeah. he hits the video call. And so then as soon as it shows, like, the three guys, and then it shows, like, side by side, like smile and her sisters, they all just start screaming and they hang. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Like, it was just so funny to like see that all like play out. And yeah, I mean, it, it's <laughs> funny because that's how that's how it would play out in real life, though. If you really think about yeah, exactly. it, yeah, exactly. Like all of it is so like it's so believable. It's a really real, well written script. I think the premise of it is phenomenal. And, um, and like the. Go ahead. It, it, I really like that it's it's so this movie doesn't have like crazy amount of scenes like they they're usually like the setting is the mall her house where her sisters are at his house a record store um am I missing out on any other one or is that pretty much all of them just like the record store and then like the ending scene it was kind of uh... basically like four like four major places they were at basically yeah those are like the major places there was like one side street that they walked down to like go home but man you brought it up so explain the record store man what's all that about so in the record store so basically cherry right now what he is doing he works at the mall like jay was saying but he is actually working for his mom because i think his mom got hurt uh if i don't remember her back was hurting so or she had Mm -hmm. surgery uh, I can't remember exactly which one it was. It was either one of those. Basically, she couldn't work, so he was covering her shifts for her. Um, and so he was working at the mall, and he was basically always... There was this one old man, and he comes up in the movie a lot. He's kind of like going one of the main premises. He comes... Uh, he's always, like, wandering off on his own, and Cherry's always going and looking for him. Um, and it's kind of funny because Cherry doesn't like, you know, talking, so, like, he would literally always try to talk to this old man, and this old man was just like, Huh? Huh? And he's just like, just he doesn't want to say anything. Like he doesn't want to talk because he's like, he doesn't he doesn't talk loud. Like he just when he talks, he's like really soft spoken. Um, so basically, like that's kind of like where he's at. Um, basically, the whole beginning of the movie was at the mall. He's working there. Um, past fast forward, like when they meet each other for the first time after the fact that they lost each other's phone. Uh, they gave each other's then it kind of just like fast forward to like the next day that they already gave each other their phones and then she just started kind of like stalking him around yeah that was pretty much it so like um they they exchanged phones and then it immediately went to like cherry's talking to his manager and 
Smile and her sisters are in the mall, and they're like, oh, like, he likes older women. Like, that's what all this is about. Like, they he likes older women. And so they start, like, following him, and he's helping in the old folks' home. So it, it, it's basically an old folks' home, and he's covering for his mom because she hurt her back. So he's ushering out, like, one of the older gentlemen, uh, like, around and, like, making sure that they can, like, at least walk around the mall and stuff. So they have a haiku writing... Um, not contest, but they all get together, write haikus, and then they're in the middle of the mall, uh, and they're getting ready to, like, read them out loud. And so the manager starts reading out, like, the haikus, and then they all have to guess, like, whose haiku it is. And then immediately she looks at the at the next haiku, beelines for Cherry, like, just deadpans him, and is just like, why don't you read this? And you can tell that this is, like, this is very early on, so this is still, like, an emotional trigger for him. He has, like, a really hard time, like going up in front of all these older folks even though he knows them intimately like he knows them and he still just like doesn't want to say his haiku out loud so he starts to read it the old man yells at him and just is like i can't hear you like you need to talk louder so then he (laughs) finally like yeah he finally like sits and like reads it out and then the old man like shouts out like a longer haiku or not a longer but like a louder haiku and it draws attention to Smile and her sisters, like, hunkered down in the background, like, spying on them. So they get called out, they freak out, and they beeline it away. And there's a line there that I really like, and it stood out to me. So the manager comes up to Cherry after he's read his haiku, and he's he's basically just like, you know, I, I didn't want to read this. And, he's, and she's like, but this is good, like, you need to be able to, like... Express yourself you know, by talking. Yeah, express yourself and, like, you need to be able to, like, use your haikus to, like, get out there. And he's like, haiku is written because it is a written art form. It, the Haiku does not need to be spoken aloud to convey the emotions. It is a written art form. And he breaks it down very briefly, uh, albeit, but the whole premise is that the haiku is a written art form. So the Japanese characters um, that they're written in represent the like artistry of it as well so like the actual shapes as to what they represent translation wise yeah like that's the whole point so he just has like a very hard time with that and so when it cuts to the ending scene and he gets up in front of everybody and he shouts his haiku to basically declare his love for like smile you can see like to me those two scenes were like immediately linked together it's like okay at the one point like, he was just not even wanting to, like, speak his haikus out loud. And then now he's like, I can use these haikus um, to express how I really feel because he understands that he doesn't fully express himself. Yeah, and it's kind of like, after, like, like that's kind of like at the end where he just does that expression, uh, which we'll get to that right now. But I like, like, after they finally, like, meet each other, they start talking, um she kind of notices that he's really quiet, but it's kind of funny because she notices that he's quiet and like, he notices that she's always wearing a mask. So it's like, they're kind of like, Oh, we both have flaws, but like they get along. Um, I thought it was really funny with that. I thought it was really cute. Actually that when he, they were like, it was kind of like a sequence. Like it starts playing like a sequence where like they're hanging out together. Uh, like they'll be walking home and stuff. And, she ends up following him on Twitter, basically. 
And mm, it's kind yeah. of funny because the mom was just like, I'm the only one that ever likes your tweets. And I was just like, damn. I was just like, all right. And so, like, she follows him on Twitter. And then she starts reading the haikus that he's talking about. And, you know, she starts liking them. But I really like how she was just, like, kind of, like, like, at that moment, like, you knew, like, oh, okay, like, <laughs> she's going to be the one that helps him through this. Because, like, she was, like, uh, can you, like, before, like, she followed him on there, she was, like, can you can you make a haiku for me? Mm-hmm. And he kind of just, like, made one on the spot. Because he's really talented on making them. Um, he kind of just makes one on the spot. And you're, like, you don't ever see that from him. Like, that's kind of, like, the one time he does it, like, just out of the blue, just for her, basically. And- yeah, so he, he, like, writes that haiku... And she and he explains it because she like asks a little bit of questions about it, and so he pulls out like his dictionary and is like, "Yeah, no, this is like what this means. Like, this is why I said it." And then it, it's funny because like as you were saying, like both of them are eating dinner like in separate houses, but they're eating yeah. dinner at the same time with their family. And so Smiles' family, like she's looking for the haiku. So she, I don't know if she did this on purpose or if she had the idea later. She's, like, word-searching, like, the haiku and, like, going down Twitter, and she sees it, and she's like, oh, my God, like, this is his haiku, and I don't know if, I can't remember if she accidentally likes it or if she likes it on purpose, and so Smile's family is, like, no phones at the table, blah, 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 and then it cuts over to Cherry, and he's just sitting there, and they're talking, and his phone goes off, and he stands up, and he's like... Oh my god, like cuz <laughs> like, she's famous. Like she she's an influencer. Yeah, so she's like, "Oh my god, like she liked my tweet." And he's like, "Uh uh uh like I got to go." And so he like runs to his room and then his phone starts like going off and he's like getting all these <laughs> likes from her and it cuts over to like Cherry's family and Cherry's sister grabbed her phone and is like, "If you're going to send a message, it. yeah, it's like if you're going to like it, you need to go ahead and just send a message." And so she just is like going ham on like every single one of his tweets <laughs> and, and so every, he's like borderline freaking out I like i like how the parents are just standing like at the doorway like what's going on like yeah someone's actually talking to him right now like <laughs> so like that happens and then he's basically like well okay does she i guess that means like i need to follow her like that's what she wants right so he follows her and he's like, I guess, like, okay. And so he clicks follow. And again, it cuts over to, like, Cherry's side. And all of them are, like, screaming at the dinner table. They're like, he followed you. Like, oh, my God. Like, and so now <laughs> she's like, oh, I need to follow him back. So then she follows him back. It cuts over to Cherry's side. And he's, like, blushing. And he's like, oh, my God, she followed me. And his parents are just like, what in the world is, like, <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my god! Like someone likes his his uh, haikus, like. And it was just funny because that whole time, like that whole sequence, was just like back and forth. It's kind of like how we talked about earlier how like, <laughs> he lost her phone and just called him. But uh, from that point on, like it kind of just like it, like kicks it into like you know like the middle the middle of the movie where it's like you start learning more about the old man and he kind of like you realize that, oh, he, he owns a record shop because they were hanging out with him one day and they were, they took him to the record shop, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. They, they literally went with him to the record shop and then he was like, oh, you work here? And he's he's been carrying around this 
this vinyl cover with him around like the, the whole sleeve, movie yeah. since the beginning, and you kind of just like assume like, oh, he's just old. But then you start realizing that, oh, he literally, like, he wants something. Like, what is it? And basically, he's been looking for his for this vinyl that he lost for like a long time. Um, so he's been searching for it, and that kind of like where it kicks off to the next part where. They're looking basically for the wife's vinyl. Uh, basically, she was an artist back when they were young in, like, what, the 50s, for example? Yeah. I think it was, like, the 50s, and she was a musician, and he had her records, but nobody could find her records anymore because I don't think it was, like, a super popular artist at the time. Like, she just yeah, had so, records. So, basically, the old man is, like, at the very beginning, he's, like, I'm look, I'm, I need to find it. I need to find it. They're all, like alrighty, like, you know, apparently he lost something, okay, because it's like an old folks home, so they're yeah. like, alright, like, whatever, like, okay, this is fine, like, we'll help him find it, and but no one really, like, gives it, like, any second thought, except Cherry, he's like, okay, well, you lost something, like, let me help you find it, so through, like, asking and figuring out, like, what's going on, he finds out that, like, the vinyl that they're looking for is a picture disc, and it's of his wife. Like, his wife, as you were saying, like, it was an artist back in, like, the 50s. And she wasn't that popular, so it's still kind of difficult to, like, find. But the old man is, like, losing his memory, and he's kind of, like, slowly losing it. So yeah. he just goes, you know, I just, I don't know exactly what I'm looking for, but I just, I need to hear it before exactly. I forget entirely. Yeah. And, and like to me, dude, that, stuff. oh, my God. Like, when he said, like... I need to hear it before I forget entirely. I was like, oh my god, like, dude, and that that really shifted the movie from, like, it's these two, like, awkward, cute teenagers to, like, yo, they have to help this old man. Like, they have to figure out, like, where his wife's vinyl is. So, in through a lot of twists and turns and events and, and whatnot, and I know we or we need to wrap up a little, but... Twist and turn of events and a lot of quirky things that I still highly recommend everybody looking and, and watching this. They find the picture disc and it leads up to a huge like celebration, like a fireworks celebration. It wasn't because they found that. It was just like, it was just well, like yeah. the annual, it was, it was, like, <laughs> No, yeah, they right. were celebrating. They were <laughs> celebrating the picture disc. No. Um, it was, kind of, it was it. kind of like they found it, you know, and then, and like I said, like it does lead up to, how you saying, to a celebration that the town was having. Um, mm -hmm. But the whole time, like, also before that was like Cherry was leaving, like he was going to move, but yeah. he couldn't tell Smile, like, at all. Like, he couldn't tell her, like, hey, I'm dipping. Hey, I'm gonna leave, and like she already said, like he already invited. She already invited him to go see the fireworks, and he was like, he didn't. To be fair, if anybody does watch it, he never said yes. She kind of just took it as a yes. Yeah, but he also never said no because he wanted yeah, to go. He wanted to go exactly, but he couldn't. He couldn't bring himself to tell her like, "Hey, I'm moving." Yeah, so he was leaving pretty much the same day, and the old folks' home was putting together like a choreographed dance that they were going to showcase, like, at this fireworks festival. And so when they find the disc, initially, um, they all see, like, Cherry, and they, they go to the old folks' home to show Mr. Fujiyama, like, the old man. They go to show him that they found the disc. And so they're like, oh, my God, well, like, it's too bad Cherry's, like, not going to be at the festival. And that's how, like, Smile finds out. And then Cherry's mom actually comes in 
And that's how you find out that, like, hey, he's only working here because he's covering for his mom. And she's saying goodbye to, like, all these individuals and all these people. So Cherry's like, what the heck? You're leaving? And he's like, gotta go. And Well, I mean, it's, it's not that simple. But through one way or another, because I don't want to spoil uh, any more than we already have, through one way or another, he ends up going back to the festival and the old folks' home surprised Mr. Fujiyama by changing their choreographed dance to his wife's record. And so when that music kicks in and it hits the high of like everything going on and Cherry's rushing in, like climbing up, declaring his love, yeah, basically. This guy was rushing, Haku. dude. This, guy was, this man was running, yeah. dude. And so the you, you have it you have everything all at once. You have the fireworks going off, you have the old folks like paying tribute to Mr. Fujiyama's wife, you have a beautiful song and a beautiful record like going on over all yeah. of this, and you have uh, basically uh, the reunition re reunition? Reunition? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but you, you get to see Smile and uh Cherry like reunited and it's Oh my gosh, it's just like a wave of emotions. Like, and it's so good. And this part, like, at the ending, like, he did see it in English. So what he basically does, he reads a haiku that he wrote about her, declaring his love to her. Um, in English, was that haiku as powerful as it was in Japanese? Like the way the emotion felt in that. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I will say that is one thing that to me Netflix has always done pretty decent with. All of their original animes, and I'm not saying anything that they own or that they have hosted on their on their network. I'm saying that anything that Netflix has been the proprietor of that they put out has always had phenomenal English dubs. It's no secret that that's not my preference. It hits the spot every once in a while, especially if I, I need to get some stuff done, but I still like want to watch like anime. Yeah. I think that Netflix does it really well. And there's there's no discredit to, like, Crunchyroll or Funimation, any of those teams. Uh, it's just, I feel that the way that Netflix does it, it's almost like a surefire thing. You almost always know that the English dub is going to be pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's good to know, at least, because that part, once you guys get to that part of the movie, you know, it's the ending, it really, like... It really like goes out of his comfort zone. He's literally yelling, declaring his love in front of the whole the whole town, basically. Um, and it just ends. It ends cute because she kind of just you know smiles, and that's her name, and she doesn't <laughs> have her mask anymore. And so they're kind of like both showing like the thing they're insecure about to each other, or like mm -hmm. just like to the world because they don't yeah. care anymore. Um, so that's pretty much that wraps up the movie pretty much on how that how everything goes. We did do kind of like a big synopsis of the movie. Synopsis, <laughs> synapse. I don't know how to, I don't know. Synop but synopsis. Synopsis, yeah. Same thing. Uh like it was just basically that's how it goes. It it's not like super crazy, like it's not gonna be like a jujutsu kaisen season one, you know, like crazy not, like that. Not, not, like, not at all like that. Like this is more like easygoing pacing uh yeah this is emotional. definitely like an like an in your feels movie it's really lighthearted. all the characters have a lot of depth to them the character development as well is really is really well written um i think i'm gonna get to nitty-gritty i'm gonna go ahead and officially say that this was an eight out of eight and a half 
at a 10 for me. Like, this is definitely something that I would rewatch. It's not something that I have to go, like, as soon as we get done talking, I have to go see it. But it's something that probably within a week or so of, of already watching it, I'll watch it again. Nice. Well, yeah, um, that's a really good rating. My rating is going to be 9 out of 10. Um, I really did enjoy the movie. Um, it's one of those movies where I don't know if I'll rewatch it again. I might. I would rewatch it, but I'm I'm really good at, like, remembering, like, the scenes and I just, like, looking them up personally, like, on YouTube if I want to see something. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I really did like this movie a lot. Uh, I like the art style. I love the music. I like the characters. None of them were annoying. Um, I really liked the pacing of the movie, and I really liked the outcome. And I kind of – the only thing that I would say – um, the only thing that I really did wish there were added or there was in the movie was kind of like a little bit of like after the ending, like what's happening after. Um, they didn't really say anything. It just kind of like ends. And I wish there was just a little bit more like maybe after credits just explaining something or doing yeah. like a time lapse of not time lapse, but a time skip of them me maybe being older or something. But. I, I wouldn't even go so far as to say a time skip. Personally, that's the only gripe I have with this movie as well. There's no, like, concrete resolution. So, on, on the one hand, I feel like that was done in a way to leave it open-ended. So, you know, you can say, oh, they're going to be good friends and, like, they've just come to terms with it. Or, like, hey, they're going to go ahead and, like, they'll eventually get together and this is something that we'll see later on down the line. I think even if they did, like... He moves into, like, his new place. He's doing that. He posts a haiku about, like, what he sees, like, out from his new window or from his new bedroom or whatever. And then maybe Cherry, like, you see that he, like, tweets it, puts his phone down, and then it buzzes. He picks it up, and you see that Smile likes it, like, immediately. And then it ends. Like, that would be, like, Chef's, that would be, like, Chef's Kiss. That'd be the perfect little, like, ending to it all. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I was going to say, like, overall, like, I didn't dislike anything about the movie other than the ending of I Wish There Was mm-hmm. Just a Little Bit More. Um, is there anything else that you possibly didn't dis- that you didn't like on the movie before we wrap things up? No, that's it. I think that, honestly, that concludes where I'm at with Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. I, again, eight, eight and a half out of ten, I say... Go watch it in English or in Japanese and get ready to cry a little bit, but get ready to be really happy as well. Super <laughs> I, amazing. I agree. It's really good. Nine out of ten for me. Um, no other like comment I think I could say. I think we kind of like did the whole thing and I'm kinda of glad we did this like step by step and um yep. just go check out the movie, guys. I mean, we did talk about it, but it's so much different watching the movie than what we talked about. Um but yeah. Check it out. Words bubble up like soda pop. Really good movie. Really, Netflix didn't fuck up. I'm kind of proud of Netflix <laughs> for this one. I'm actually excited to see more things like this from Netflix, but I'm not hoping we will. We'll see. I don't know. I know Mitchell loves them. I know Reed and Rose love them, but I just, I don't, I don't fuck with Netflix as much as they do. <laughs> but we're going to wrap things up for this uh, movie review. Jay, where can they find you on social media? Dope, man. So you guys, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok if you're feeling adventurous. 
uh, at Pop Punk Pizza from pretty much everything. On the very rare instances like Twitch, when I'm not on Anime Boys PC, uh, you can find me at, at Pop Punk Pizza and then the number one. So at Pop Punk Pizza on Twitch, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna get you, man. Don't worry about it. I'll find you. <laughs> Go follow him, guys. Go follow him. Go show him love. <laughs> Tell him that you're from the podcast. Uh, and of course, you can find me on anything at Abrahamo182. That does not change. That is on everything. I have that <laughs> name locked down. Um, but yeah, uh, catch us this week. Me on Wednesday, we're going to be streaming. Jay's going to be streaming on Friday this week, I believe. So you don't want to miss yeah, that Friday, out. Friday, Thursday. I mean, you have to follow me to find out, man. Exactly. We'll or follow us also <laughs> at Anime Boys Pod. Uh, yep. Don't want to miss out anything. And of course, don't forget, we're going to be on Crunchyroll Expo this, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be this week, the 5th. So I yep. am excited at 10 a.m. If you guys haven't got your tickets, get that now. Go ahead and watch us on there. It's a super fun podcast that we did. But other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Love you guys. See ya. Bye. Let's go, baby.